from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, find work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Kim starts off this hour in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Um, well, to the point of the question, um, is there ever an exception to um, start investing before you're out of debt. Why? Um, so I'm an RN. I've always worked W-2 jobs. Last year I started as a 1099, formed an LLC, and I'm filing as S-Corp. And my CPA is telling me that I need to invest for re- retirement because I'm not contributing to Social Security and uh, for the tax deduction. But we have, my husband and I have about $24,000 in debt right now. Okay. Um, your, your CPA does not need to be giving you advice on this cause he's not very smart. Um, the, you are paying, uh, social security. It's called self-employment tax. It's 15.3%. Okay. You don't get out of social security, uh, unless you are a, a pastor who opted out, uh, for as a conscientious objector, but you don't have that option and I don't either. So we get to pay that. Uh, when you're self-employed, you pay both sides of Social Security. Uh, that's because the government loves small business and they want to double dip on you. And so you get to pay 15.3. So you're doing that. Uh, so your CPA is wrong. Uh, then okay. secondly, you guys are young. Clean up your freaking debt so you have some money to invest. Yes. Um, so we started listening to your show a few weeks ago, and I just got your total money makeover book. So we'll we're working on it. <laughs> is he kind of trying to scare you into thinking that y- y- you're running out of time because you haven't started investing yet? Well, and, and that's not entirely true. Um, when I had my W-2 jobs when I worked in hospitals, I do have a 403B and a 401k. Okay, yeah. And how, I mean, look, I, I tell folks this all the time. With my husband and I, it took us seven years to get out of all of our debt. And we didn't invest during that time. We didn't start investing till our mid-30s. And do you know what we are? Perfectly fine. Yeah. We're fine. Okay. You've, got, you've got the time because here's the thing. Once that debt's cleaned up, you're going to have more money than ever to invest anyway, and you're going to make up okay. the difference. Here's the other possibility. He may be wanting you to invest to save on your taxes mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to create a, a pre-tax investment, which is not the best way for you to do investing right now. You need to be doing Roth which is an after-tax investment, gives you zero tax benefit today, but it grows 100% right, tax-free. And so never do an, a pre-tax investment to save on taxes today because 96% of what will be in your account at your age when you get to 65 will be growth. 4% will be what you put in and took a tax deduction on. And it's 100% taxable if you do it his way. And uh, 96% of it has no taxes on it. And 4% already had the taxes paid on it if you do it my way with the Roth. So again, your CPA needs to stick to taxes and not financial advice because he's not very good at it. Ooh, good point, Dave. There we go. Aggravates me. So here's the thing. Let's go back for a second because it's worth talking about. Um, to say many years ago way back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth in the 1980s 
the tax law changed and uh, to stimulate the economy, they put in unbelievable tax advantages on real estate. Then they took them away. When they took them away, a whole bunch of people went broke because they bought the real estate for tax reasons only, not for good math reasons otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. The only reason they did the real estate deals was for tax. They were bad real estate deals, except for the tax. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is. This is a bad investment deal that he's suggesting, except for the tax, if he's suggesting or she's suggesting a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k versus a Roth for some young person like this. That's mathematically bullcrap. Yeah. We would always say to... Do a match first, right, Dave? Match beats Roth beats traditional. Correct? There it is. Exactly. That's how it works. Hey, guys, if you're planning to move soon and you know, you, you know it can really be expensive, we got great news for you. Our studio sponsor, Pods Moving and Storage, wants to help someone out there, one of you, move for free. Get a quote for moving at pods.com slash Ramsey. Between February 20th and March the 3rd, and you're automatically entered to win. No purchase is necessary. You're getting a quote on your move between February 20th and March the 3rd. Now, here's what's going to happen. Someone that gets those quotes, we're going to do a drawing. One listener is going to get a free move valued at up to $5,000 and $10,000 card, cold hard cash. Uh, that's a value of fifteen grand. Pods makes moving easier with the flexibility you need, the control you want, the customer service you deserve. This is a great company. They are Ramsey trusted. This is why we brought them on as the Ramsey Studio sponsor and say their name at the top of every hour as we enter into serving you guys because they serve you. Go to pods.com slash Ramsey. Enter for a chance to win a free move and $10,000 cash. That's a $15,000 value. No purchase necessary. Just get a bid on your upcoming move. That's pods.com slash Ramsey. Makes all kinds of sense. This is the way to go. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. Circling back to match first. Roth second, traditional mm-hmm. third. Mm-hmm. You do all of do those in that order. If you're a married couple, it doesn't matter whose 401k we're doing it with. We take all the match we can get first because a match is a hundred percent rate of return. Free money. You can't mess this up. If your mutual fund makes a ten or eleven percent return, that's great. When your boss puts in a hundred percent, that's a match. That's a hundred percent rate of return. You really can't screw that up. Okay. <laughs> and here's the thing: eighty-two percent of the companies that offer a four hundred one k offer some form of match now. So always take advantage, full advantage of the match when you get to baby step four. Only when you get to baby step four. And when you get to baby step four, you won't have any payments, so you'll have money to put 15% of your household income into that. That's right. Then from there, we do the Roth, and we do the Roth because it's tax-free. That's right. So when you go to pull the money out in retirement, you're not paying taxes on it. Yeah, so if you save up a million, $2 million, it's going to be 100% zero tax when you're taking it out. That's right. Because what you put in was already taxed, and the growth is 100% tax-free. And with the new SECURE Act... There is no required minimum distribution on Roths when you turn to 73. Ooh, I love that. You have to record your required minimum distributions on your retirement if you turn 73 and you have traditional. You have to begin taking it out 
because they want their freaking tax money. That's why they do that. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Oh, it's tax time. Yuck. Uh, A lot of people got questions about taxes. Uh, Let's unpack a question from one of our listeners. What's the difference between filing single and filing head of household? Uh, Is one better than the other? Okay, if you're divorced, you're legally separated, you're widowed, or you're not married, you can file single, and you probably should. Three qualifications to file as head of household. Uh, You pay more than half of your household expenses, you're unmarried, and you have a qualifying child or dependent. So if you're a single parent taking care of an aging family member, you might qualify to file as head of household, which, by the way, if you do, will probably help you on your taxes, probably save your money. So filing as head of household comes with benefits, lower tax rate, higher standard deductions, lower tax bill as a result. Uh, So now the other thing that comes up sometimes is, should a married couple married filing jointly or married filing separately? There's almost zero times that a married couple married filing separately doesn't pay more taxes. Married filing jointly almost always, like 98% is less taxes. So uh, it's very, very unusual if you don't run into that. So you don't want to file separately if you're married. You do want to file head of household if you can and qualify and you're single. So for more tax tips and software that can help you file with confidence, head on over to RamseySolutions.com slash SmartTax. Ramsey SmartTax guides you through the online filing process. Low upfront pricing, no hidden fees, no tricks, not going to try to sell you debt. RamseySolutions.com slash SmartTax. So if you use those people like TurboTax, they might try to sell you a credit card. Oh, they will. Because they're into it. They're owned by Quicken, and they're going to sell you Rocket Mortgage and credit cards and all this other stuff, which is the whole reason they have TurboTax. It's not even to do taxes. Mm -hmm, It's just to mm -hmm. get you in the top of their marketing funnel Mm -hmm. so they can peddle debt to you. So the dirty little trick of the business there, just to let you know how this stuff works. Ada is with us. Ada is in Indianapolis. Hi, Ada. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you. Sure. What's up? Glad to talk to you. You too. Um. I'm recently widowed um, in December. Whoa. (laughs) That was quick. What happened? um, A heart issue. Oh, Oh, gosh. How long were you married, honey? 49 years. Oh, my goodness. 49? Mm -hmm. Wow. My youngest daughter says, I was a baby when we got married. I really wasn't, but we were young and in college. Mm. And I've had a great 49 years. I'm mm. so sorry. That's devastating. Um, thank you. Yeah, it is. But I'm trying to, um, I want to make sure that I'm um, living 
a way that I can bless my children and my grandchildren when I'm gone and that I can, um, we are debt free. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, we did that that we're going to buy a farm, and we did, and we paid for it, and that helped send our girls to college. So we didn't have any debt for that. Um, they incurred some debt because of um, wanting to travel to Europe and, and different things, but for the most part, they... Um, so how are you today? You're 100% debt-free, and you have money as well? I, I, we have some. Um, we have pensions, Um that we have gotten, and we were on Social Security, but we really didn't have a lot of... What's your, um, what's your income now? Um, my income's probably going to be about $49,000 okay. a year. How old are you? 69. And you have zero debt, house, or anything? Nope. I, I just recently had to get hearing aids, and so I'm looking at um, doing that for 18 months um, interest-free until I get my money mm-hmm. situated around and because some of those things don't happen right away and you lose income and then have you need to, get to check it back. Medicaid, Medicare and make sure they don't pay for them. They probably do. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'm so sorry. How can we help you best? Well, we, we never really budgeted. I mean, in my head, I knew the things that we had and, and tried to save for that. And I, I think that if I were to be in a budget and, and looking ahead and, and um, trying to find the best, you know, with insurance and, and trying to pay things so that it's not, you know, a monthly, I'd like to be more. Um, you need to feel in control because mm-hmm. everything's out of control. Right. Yeah, I don't blame you. Okay. Um, we would love to help you. The only question I've got is, uh, I'm an old dog and I'm about your age. So, uh, is an old dog ready to learn some new tricks? Yes. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stretch, I'm going to stretch your learning bone because you asked me to. Okay. Are you ready to do that? Yes. Okay. We want to put our arms around you and help you because, um, as Christians, one of our mandates to take care of widows and orphans. Okay, so yeah. um, and so what we're going to do is we're, Jade and I are going to put you through Financial Peace University. It's a nine week class, one nine lessons. You take them in nine weeks. You'll be in a group of people, uh, and we're also going to set you up with one of our Ramsey coaches. And in that class, we're not only going to teach you budgeting, but we're going to teach you everything else you need to do with money to where you're going to feel competent and in control during this worst time of your life yep. because you need something that is a solid rock right now that's true because 49 years has fallen out from under you right now mm-hmm. yeah i've been married 40 years or something happened to sharon honey i couldn't breathe okay i'm with you i, I know i couldn't find my way to the refrigerator she she will testify to that by the way but um anyway the uh yeah so and and here's the second thing so the first thing is you need to do that the second thing is, I do not want you making any big financial decisions while you can't breathe. It's mm-hmm. going to take a little while for the waves to quit crashing on your emotions to where you can breathe a little bit. It's always going to hurt. You're always going to miss him. I don't mean that. But six months right. from now, you'll have less fog in your brain. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense because the first month was really foggy. Yeah. Mine's foggy right now just listening to you, and it's not even me. <laughs> I know. Ada, are you plugged into a church home? No. 
I would I would love for you to call up a friend. I, everybody's got that friend that's always talking about their church. I would love for you to call up that friend and say, hey, can I go with you next Sunday? I just want you to get connected to people who can speak life into you, who can help help hold your arms up during this time. It sounds like you've got a great family and, and you've got that, but I would really love for you to get connected uh, just with some great people who will love you well during this time. So was it Northview okay. or North Valley we were in last week there in, in Indianapolis? Uh, North Point. North Point we were in in Indianapolis. It's a great church. We were just up there and spoke last week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you'd think Great I remember where I was. I was trying to look for my notes. I, know. I think I North Point it. is Atlanta. I'm trying to, it's yeah. North something. Okay. North View. Yeah, it's right there in Indy, and it's a great church to mm-hmm. check into. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is, is that you need community while you're working through stuff that's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And, right. And you're doing that. And we'll put you into the Financial Peace University community and help you do that. And that's of no charge. And we're going to set you up with a Ramsey coach. At no charge. If I do all of that, will you promise me you'll do it? Yes, I will. Okay. The other thing, you and don't make any big decisions till the fog clears. And the third thing is, if you need anything, you call us. We're mm-hmm. right here, okay? Okay, I will. All right. You're going to be okay, honey. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. Ooh, that's tough stuff. Community, Dave. That's the... Well, Dr. John Deloney talks about this all the time. Grief demands a witness. And so being in the presence of other people when you're grieving and even if they don't say anything, especially if they don't say anything, so people say stupid stuff usually in that situation, yeah. but if best thing you can do is just be silent and hug somebody, yeah. right? But uh, grief just demands a witness. I got a good friend that was diagnosed with later stage cancer just mm-hmm. a few weeks ago and I oh, ran into her out here in the lobby. I didn't do anything except just walk up to her and she stopped by here for something. I just walked up to her and gave her a big long hug. That's all. That's all. Because I, well, what can you say? I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a cancer. Right. Uh, nothing I can do. But I love her. Yeah. You know. Ouch. Whew. Well, she's got what she needs now. Yeah. Go to Financial Peace. Get plugged in in a local, a, lo- a good local church. She's yeah. going to be all right. Amen. This is the Ramsey Show. Thank you for joining us, America. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Doyle is up next in Cincinnati. Hi, Doyle. How are you? Fine. How are you? Better than we deserve. What's up, sir? I've got a long-term care policy I've had for 20 years. I got it when I was 55, and it's just gone up 40% in one year from 2,900 to 4,100. And I'm just wondering whether I should keep this or just not continue with it any longer. How much money do you have? Well, I, I have enough money to to pay the four thousand. No, that wasn't what I asked. I asked how much money you have. Uh, well, I have an income. I'm retired of about seventy. Well, by eighty five with interest on that. Okay. Do you money. have any nest egg? Uh, yeah, I have about a half a million nest egg. Okay. Are you married? No, I'm single. Okay. Um, so if you burn through the half a million to take care of you in a nursing home, just your inheritance is harmed. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. The average nursing yeah, home stay is, the average nursing home stay is two point four years. Okay. And the average cost is eighty to a hundred thousand dollars per year. Okay, so we're talking about a quarter million dollars is your typical burn 
on this, and you've got a half a million dollars. Correct. That's the average. Averages come from some are shorter, some are longer, right? Right. So that's your analysis. Do you want to self-insure through this or pay four? Is it forty one hundred dollars a year? That's what you're saying, right? Right. Yeah, it's going from twenty nine hundred to forty one hundred, and it covers you for what four or five years. Uh, well, it's unlimited three forty one a day daily benefit, two percent inflation factor. Okay. Uh, and I've paid in about fifty thousand, which I could use for you know probably a few months coverage if I discontinue it. Mm-hmm. Who's the uh, who gets the half million if you die? Uh, no, no. If you die, my, when you die? Yeah, uh, my family. Who's your family? Kids? Uh, no, just a brother okay. and nephews. Okay. Well, basically, you are uh, forty-one hundred. Is probably not a bad trade for a seventy-five-year-old for eighty thousand dollars a year, hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Probably not a bad trade mathematically. You agree? Yes. I, yeah. I'm just. Yeah. It's a lot, and I hate that yeah, they went way up on you, but basically what you're buying is a quarter million dollars worth of coverage on average for $4,100 a year at 75 years old, the likelihood you use this. Now, you mm-hmm. may stay two months, and it's a losing proposition. You might die in a car wreck, and it's a losing proposition. You might stay six years and make money on them. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, we don't know. That's how this stuff works, right? So do you, right. you know, it, it, all insurance is a bit of a, an educated bet mm-hmm. if you're, if you're smart about it. And what we're betting is 4,100 against the probability of an average of 250,000. Yeah. It feel for me listening to this, it feels risky to let the coverage go and follow the stat of the 2.5 years. Cause if he's in there longer and he runs out of money, yeah, he's up a Creek without a paddle. Yeah. Well, and I, I it just, but I, you know, I guess if, if you're going to leave it to your brother, you might as well use it yourself. You can, it's how you want to look at it. It's what do you want? How, how concerned are you about that half million dollars surviving you? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's true. Um, and, and so, you know, do you want to burn through it? I'm, I'm kind of thinking I'm, I'm going to pay for it myself and self-insure. Here's the other thing. Doyle, you may want to investigate as a part of this decision. Either one's okay with me, but that's your trade-off. Is forty-one hundred for a probability or a possibility of an average of a quarter million? That's your trade-off, um, and you know that sounds like a good trade when you say it that way. Yeah. Now the other thing is this, though: if you were to do, uh, it, let's say, okay, I'm going to allocate. I'm going to uh, designate someone to take care of my money if I'm incapacitated, and I'm going to designate them to hire and provide me with 24-hour-a-day in-home care and hire a full-time nurse. Now that. And you probably can do that cheaper than a nursing home, and you might enjoy it more. Well, maybe I would think so. You're in you're in your own home. Depends. I mean, you know, you're by yourself too. But I mean, but but. So that's, you know, like in my case, I'm more than able to self-insure. I'm 63. Mm -hmm. I do not have long-term care insurance. I've got a substantial net worth. And if something happens and I'm homebound, Sharon is going to hire somebody 
full time. We've yeah. already got that arranged. I'll hire somebody full time. Something happens to her because mm-hmm. uh, we're just going to do it because we want to be there yeah. in that case. And so, uh, I mean, you you can buy a hospital bed. You can hire a full time nurse, an RN. I mean, it just it's not that expensive. It's, it's not as expensive. And b- make your own food and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. So that that's the that's the provision. You're not having to provide shelter because you've already got the shelter and that that's the issue so that that's always an option for especially if you're choosing to self-insure yeah i would look into it uh i moved here from south florida and south florida is like the retirement capital of the world and that's what everybody did everybody would hire a live-in nurse and have 24-hour care that was yes that is far more um popular than going to a nursing home or going to a facility is you have somebody move in with you and take 24-hour care of you yeah you you do need to don't don't cheap out. Don't go eight hour care. Twenty four hour. Well, yeah. I mean, make sure you're taken care of. Yeah. Right. Don't cheap because you're you're saving money anyway. So don't cheap out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you got this great income from the pensions of eighty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So he's got some options. I'm going to be real tempted to self insure, um, partly because I'm kind of with you, Doyle. It pisses me off they went up that much. <laughs> but it probably is based in math. I mean, it's probably based in a 75-year-old higher probability, right? That's true. That's so true. That, that's yeah. how they're getting there. Chris is in Wilmington, North Carolina. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Better than we deserve. What's up? <laughs> hey, so I'm a, a recent graduate uh, of college, um, and now I just got a full-time job that I'm working. Good. Oh, great. Um, and I'm really looking looking forward uh, to stopping to have to pay uh, rental income or pay rent um, because, you know, it's just money down the drain, uh, never getting back. Uh, So I'm really looking for a plan or something to do uh, to set myself up so I can hopefully get out of the situation in the near future, um, near future as in five years um, to um, be able to buy a home. Do you have a job? Yes, I do. I have a full-time job. Um, what are you uh, earning during the week? Fifty-five uh, k. Okay, is this your long? Is this what you want to be doing long term, or is just kind of a transitional deal? Yeah, so this is this is my career job. Um, it's and my field I went to school for. Cool. Um, and then I also have um, part time ten ninety nine income that I do. Okay. On the weekends uh, from March to November um, as a baseball umpire. Um, okay. Which is pretty steady. Um, and is that on top of the fifty-five k, or is that included? Correct. No, that's uh, on top. So right. you got any debt, uh, Chris? Year, yeah. K doing that. You got any debt? Again? Any debt? I have student loan debt. Student uh, loan debt. How much? Yes. Um, about twenty k. Okay, your, right. your first goal is roll up your sleeves and get rid of that as fast as you possibly can, and then you build an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. By the way, I want that done by Christmas. I want you debt free by Christmas. You're fifty five. You're single. Mm-hmm. You got nothing to do with that money but party or get out of debt. So get out of debt. Yes. That's all you got. That's your two choices, yep. okay? Get out of debt. That's your only job. Get rid of Sally May. Evict the old woman. She's ugly. You don't want her in the spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. And if don't you have, do it. If you have car debt, because I'm just, you didn't say it, but if you have a car debt, pay that off too, because that counts. 100% debt free. Then build your emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Then save you a good down payment. As 20% is best because you avoid PMI, private mortgage insurance, when you put 20% down on a conventional loan. That's your best bet. You can do all of that by the time you're 25 in your situation. Everything you're wanting to do there is very, very possible, but do it in that order, and that's the fastest way. This is The Ramsey Show.
Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Brandon's in Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, Brandon, what's up? Hey, thanks for taking my call today. Sure. How can we help? So I have a question about what I sh- where I should be focusing my money. So I went through majority of your steps. I am debt-free um, with everything besides my house. Um, I do the 15% into my retirement to my 401k. Um, I have a, new, a relatively new son is six months old. So I started the 529 and started investing in that. Very Way good. To go. um, but thank you. But my question is, so I I bought a house um, a couple years ago, two, three years ago, bought it at a pretty good time. Um, my mortgage that I have left on it is about 250,000. Um, it's worth around 300 to 315,000. Um, but I put about $50,000 in individual stocks, and then I have an additional 103000 roughly, in just savings on the side. And my question is, should I be taking that money out of the individual stocks and trying to beat that mortgage down as much as possible? Or sh- how should I be investing this money? What should I be focusing on a direction with this money? You seem, well, you seem like you're awfully familiar with what we do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Until that last um, part. <laughs> relative, relatively new to listening to you guys. It's probably been a few months uh, that I've been listening to you guys. But but I've you know the baby steps. Money. But yeah, like I said, I love, the, I love the method you guys. You try to make it as simple as possible. But so, I feel like I'm at the point where like, I'm still relatively young, but I'm, I'm like, I want to get ahead as fast as possible. You do. To, Look, I'm not going to stay in this home forever, but I'm probably going to move out of it in a couple of years. So I'm like, does it make sense no. to beat down my mortgage? Here, or, let me help you. Let me help you. What you're, what you've been doing, which is the baby steps, has been working for you. So let's keep on doing that. So the way we would teach it is, you're already investing in the five twenty nine. That's great. You've got all this extra money, the fifty k in single stocks, one hundred three k. Is that above and beyond your three to six months? I'm assuming. The, yeah, that is okay. everything uh, yeah. on the savings portion. So what we would do next is put, you know, we're paying off the mortgage. So you've got this extra money. If if it were me, I would. I would cash out the 50K in single stocks. There's going to be some tax implication there. So you've got to be prepared for that. But I would do that because you've got 250 left on this mortgage. You could pay off 150 by the end of the month. What's your household income? Um, So I make around 250,000. And you're how old? Uh, 26. Okay. Way to go. You're You're killing it. You're doing really good, Brandon. So So good. Here's the thing. What we have discovered in studying millionaires not not someone's theory on Tic Tac, but real millionaires, okay? <laughs> what we've discovered in studying 10,000 of them is the shortest distance between where you are and the first $1 to $5 million is two things. Loading your 401ks at 15% of your income going in like you're doing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. becoming 100% debt-free using what used to be payments then to build wealth with by steadily investing. Okay. The number of millionaires that we interviewed, and we interviewed 10,000 of them that said, I ran up a bunch of profit in single stocks and, and used that to pay off my house. And that caused me to be rich was almost nothing, Mm-mm. almost none of them. Yeah. There, there was a few, but there's percentage wise, it would have been well less than 5% of them. 95% of them 
follow the plan of not just our plan, but just the idea, the common sense idea of Mm -hmm. my most powerful wealth building tool is this wonderful income you have because you're obviously bright. You're 26 years old. You make $250,000. Dumb people don't do that. So we know you're bright. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so uh, that, that, you know, that, that is your secret sauce, not the stocks, (laughs) not leveraging your house. Right. You are yeah. the secret sauce in the equation. So if I'm you, uh, I put 150000 minus an emergency fund, if you set aside twenty for your emergency fund, so 130000 on your $250,000 mm-hmm. loan, and you have a $250,000 income with no other payments. So I think I understood Ooh, that. That's right. And, and that means I'm going to knock yeah. off. You're going to be debt-free when you're 28, yes. house and everything. And then you've got 250000 freaking dollars to invest steadily. You're going to be, be a millionaire when you're 35 if you do what we tell you to do. Okay. What's this house and, and worth? I, I know, which is going to make you probably a little, a little mad at me is I am paying uh, PMI on my mom. I'm not I, mad at uh, you. You're brilliant. You've done a right. great job. <laughs> all we're, doing, all we're doing is fine-tuning your excellent mm-hmm. plan. Mm-hmm. You pulled up here okay. in an Indy car. All we're doing is tuning it up. Okay. Well, I just, you know how it is. You like to look at the bank. You like to see the, the savings. I'm really good about stockpiling money. Let me tell you year, what, let me tell you, you know, I, I don't know how it is. What I know how it is, is when you pay off your house and you walk through the backyard without any shoes on, the grass feels different. <laughs> it probably does. It does. I promise you. So, hey, here's the thing. If I'm wrong and to, in a year and a half from now, you're 100% debt free and you hate it, you can go get you a mortgage. that's a great way to look at it all right hey man pay off your house as fast as you possibly can that's your next step and 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 don't get too caught up in the stocks i'll say that too yeah single stocks are pretty much a gamble pretty much a gamble i don't buy single stocks we recommend if you're going to do single stocks just because you can't stand it for whatever reason (laughs) not to have more than 10 percent of your net worth in single stocks i buy mutual funds that's all i do and and real estate that i pay cash yeah. for that's all i do i built 100 percent of my wealth doing that that's all i've done it's very simple and it's you know exciting. he made a good point the thing you have to watch against and brandon he didn't get there but he walked up on the edge of it i heard him he's not really there because he's very smart yeah he he's is obviously he a smart is. young man okay when i was his age i would have been more than smart i would have been arrogant okay yes. that would have been the category i would have been in so here's what I find. He said, you guys, what you teach is so simple. And there was a lot of compliment in that, but there was mm-hmm. also a, but I know better because I'm smarter than simple. Yeah. He uh, wanted there to be uh, more be to it. Don't be smarter than simple. If you get smarter than simple, that's when you get your toe cut off in the lawnmower. <laughs> just don't get, don't get smarter than simple. It's a bad idea because let me just tell you, some of the most profound life-changing things you will learn in this life Yeah are very easy to understand and very hard to do. Let me give you one. Yes. Love your neighbor. Oh, but he's a jerk. Yeah. I know what to do, <laughs> but doing it. Oh, my gosh. Simple does not I, you mean I got to love the guys on TikTok and Twitter? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I know what to do. I just oh, can't do it. It's yeah. simple. It is simple, simple, but not easy. Very simple. Some of the things, most profound things are simple, but not easy. Brittany's with us. Brittany's in Oklahoma City. Brittany, we're short on time. Go fast. 
Okay. Um, I am currently doing the baby steps. I started on baby step one. I saved a thousand dollars and then Yay! I um end up using it. What? Um because on what? time on moving out of my apartment to another Why? apartment. Why? Um, my lease was up on my apartment. Did and you go I down in rent? I did not. I oh, went up in rent. I say I can't help you if you keep doing this stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the part of the place that I was living, I could not. It was like <laughs> infested. And Okay, Brittany. You got to quit moving the wrong direction, kid. Yeah, we got to lower. <laughs> we're trying to lower the expenses, raise the income. You got to get on those baby steps. Hurry up and get that thousand dollars resaved, and then you're going to start through going yeah. through your debt snowball. Yeah. And watch these moves. Don't be. De- yeah, that was impulsive as crap, and you know it. That's yeah. why I'm picking at you because we love you and we don't want you to do that anymore. That's don't right. be so dadgum impulsive. Now, if you got a nasty butt thing and there's roaches running around, you got to make a move. That's one thing. Okay, I get that, but. On the, you know, but you really need to just stop and slow down. He who is impulsive exalts folly. Do not be impulsive. I've been impulsive most of my life, and every time I'm impulsive, right after that, I get broke. <laughs> That's true. Slow down. Slow That's down. True. Make slow, calm, wise mm-hmm. decisions. Be the tortoise, not the hare. Now work your baby steps again and start fresh. But if you undo them every time you get started, I can't help you. It's not going to help you. We don't have a baby step for those that start over all the time. No, it doesn't work that way. This is The Ramsey Show. up guys it's jade if you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the ramsey way just go to ramseysolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter again that's ramseysolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter